loitering with intent. Series 5 Program 6 Frequently Asked Questions Question 50 Would I lie to you? Good question. How strong are your reasons to lie? And how good is your ability to construct a plausible lie? And how well are you able to deal with the risks of having your lie found out? We should not be surprised that people lie to us. Truth being as devalued as it is today, which is a shame. But that's just the way things have gone. So there's no sense losing sleep over it. Should we expect others to expect us to lie to them? Should we take steps to clearly demonstrate that we are not lying? Should we just leave it to them to take their chances with us? The really strange thing is not that we deliberately plan to lie to each other, that much is pretty much business as usual, but how about when we find ourselves lying to others without planning to, almost as a reflex, is truth dead? Well, obviously, reality is out there, and unless the lie can shape reality, the truth will eventually prevail. But by that time we'll probably be dead ourselves. Basically, we're doomed. Question 27. Was it something I said? Remember when you could say just about anything you wanted and no one said anything about it because you all basically thought the same way? Well, say goodbye to those days. Not that it's a bad thing, because it was getting a bit boring. Being surrounded by people who all looked like you, thought like you, talked like you, acted like you, etc, etc, etc. These days we get a lot more variety, but the catch is that you can't assume that everything that you used to think inside your homogeneous bubble will fly out here in the real world. And you might think that that would be okay, because now perhaps we could look forward to a little more peace and quiet. What with everyone thinking before they speak, and not saying as much as they would have said otherwise. But that's not the way things have worked out, is it? No. Instead we have people all hopped up on their rights to free speech and demanding that there be no consequences. Good luck with that. Question 25 Did anyone recognize you? Coming up with a good disguise is a lot harder than it looks, because the tough thing about coming up with a good disguise is having it not look like it's a disguise. If you're wearing a disguise, and it looks like you're wearing a disguise, then obviously everyone's going to be paying close attention to you, and eventually someone will figure out it's actually you. Disguising yourself is a skill, so, the thing to do is to work at it, little by little, and over time you can gradually build up your ability to disguise yourself. So, start small by figuring out what your actual style is, and then figure out how to incrementally change it in coherent ways, with the goal of being able to change from one plausible appearance to another one that's not only completely different but also completely coherent, as though you were a completely different person. And remember, someday, you may have to disguise yourself, and disguising yourself is a skill, and you don't want to have to try learning it all at once the first time you need it.
Question 12. Hasn't this been tried already? Perhaps, but because no one's writing anything down, we can't be sure, so how about we start approaching this in a systematic way and documenting what we're doing here. In general, it's pretty rare to see anyone try to solve their problems in any organized way. Mostly, it's just a lot of thrashing around and complaining, and most of the time it's not even that entertaining. And if that's not bad enough, most people don't even take the time to figure out how their problems got started in the first place, never mind work out a systematic way of solving them. Most people, it seems, will go with the first idea that pops into their heads, so if they think the problem was caused by some cause, and can be solved by some solution, they'll just dive in without giving it a second thought. You would think that after all this time that we'd learn, but we never learn, and that's why this keeps happening to us. Again, and again, and again, we are pretty much doomed. Question 57. Did you ever have to make up your mind? Normally, there would be this thing called, quote unquote, opportunity cost, but it turns out that when your prosperity reaches a certain point, you stop having to choose between this thing and that thing, you can just have them both. Also, with contemporary changes in social structures and unexpected standards of social relationships, you can combine relationships into various alternative arrangements that at one time would have been considered indecent. Of course, opportunity costs never completely disappear, because once you think you've sidestepped all the ones you know about, new ones show up in ways that you hadn't expected, and are therefore completely unprepared to deal with. So, once again you are faced with a choice, and this one forces you into choosing. Either take the certainty of making choices that are familiar, or take the uncertain costs of avoiding choices, and then you know you better make up your mind, pick up on one and leave the other one behind. It's not often easy, and not often kind, etc, etc, etc. Frequently asked questions. Loitering with intent. Series 5. Program 6. Please tell us how we did today. Thank you for using our self-checkout. 